0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, May 20th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. U.S. FCC Chair Ajit Pai stated he will recommend approving the $26.5 billion merger of Sprint and T-Mobile. The statement came after the two companies agreed to spin off Sprint's Boost Mobile prepaid service, as well as a three-year build-out plan for 5G service with a commitment not to raise prices during its construction. Pai said he will prepare an order on the merger in the coming weeks, which will need approval of three of the five FCC commissioners. The U.S. Department of Justice's Antitrust Division and several state attorneys general are still examining the deal. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration head Neil Jacobs told the House Subcommittee on the Environment that use of the 24 gigahertz frequency band for 5G service could reduce weather forecast accuracy by up to 30%, roughly as accurate as forecasting in the 1980s. The issue is that water vapor emits a faint signal at 23.8 gigahertz, and the NOAA estimates 77% data loss from its satellite's passive microwave sounders, reducing the ability to predict hurricanes by as much as two days, as an example. Jacobs also warned that other spectrum up for a potential auction could have similar impact. Senators Ron Wyden and Maria Cantwell have written a letter to FCC Chair Ajit Pai requesting the companies stop using the frequency until a solution is found. Bloomberg reports that, according to sources, Intel, Qualcomm, Broadcom, and Xilinx told employees the companies will not supply components to Huawei as a result of being named to the U.S. Department of Commerce's entity list last week. Additionally, Reuters reports that Google stopped supplying hardware, software, and technical service to Huawei, including the ability to install the Google Play Store on new Android devices. Existing Huawei Android users will still have access to Google services, but will not receive OS or security updates. The open source Android operating system is still available to Huawei, but not any proprietary Google services. The Italian Antitrust Authority announced a preliminary investigation into the dominant position of Google's Android operating system. The investigation comes from a complaint from the Italian energy company Enel, which stated Google refused to integrate its Enel X recharge app to help find charging stations for electric vehicles into Android Auto. Google denied the app due to failure to comply with Android auto safety standards and offered Enel the ability to integrate its charging map into Google Maps. Amazon added flight ticket purchases to its Amazon Pay service in India in partnership with local travel service ClearTrip. Amazon Pay is becoming a super app in the market that lets you buy movie tickets, order food delivery, buy bus tickets, pay utility bills, and top off your phone. Last month, Amazon added peer-to-peer money transfers in its Android app in India as well. Super apps are kind of a trend in India as well as Asia overall. India's top mobile wallet, Paytm, and ride-hailing app, Ola, both added credit cards this week. TechCrunch points out another example. Call screening app, TrueCaller, has also added messaging and payments. Spotify will begin public testing of its first hardware product, a voice-controlled smart assistant called CarThing. It plugs into a standard 12-volt outlet, just your old cigarette lighter, and connects to the car and your phone over Bluetooth. A circular screen shows what's being played, and a series of buttons can be linked to playlists. Spotify says it will use the device to learn more about how people listen to music and podcasts. Spotify trademark VoiceThing and HomeThing in addition to CarThing, so other products might be in the works. Spotify will contact select premium users in the U.S. in the next few weeks to offer the chance to try CarThing for free. Google is adding two new features to Live Transcribe, which automatically transcribes speech. The first is adding sound effects like a dog barking, a phone ringing, laughter, and more with an indicator that appears at the bottom of the screen. The second new feature is the ability to save transcriptions for up to three days locally on the phone. Live Transcribe is available on Android phones, and the new features will roll out next month. Xiaomi reported in Q1 it earned 43.8 billion yuan in revenue, that's roughly the equivalent to 6.33 billion US dollars, an increase of 27% on the year, and beating analyst expectations of 42.1 billion. International markets outside of China accounted for 38% of total revenue, an increase of 35% on the year. Smartphone sales accounted for 61.7% of revenue, but IoT and lifestyle products, led by smart TVs, accounted for 27.5% of revenue, up 5% in the year. Xiaomi stated it now has over 261 million monthly active users through its MiUI operating system and 171 million IoT devices, up 37% and 70% on the year, respectively. And finally, Google notified creators it will shut down its cloud-based VR video stitching service, Jump, on June 28th. Users will not be able to upload new footage as of June 26th. Google cited the decline in Jump usage due to the emergence of new cameras, formats, and editing tools for more discussion of the tech news of the day remember to subscribe to daily tech news show at dailytechnewsshow.com and remember to rate and review daily tech headlines wherever you get your podcast thanks for listening we'll talk to you next time and from all of us here at daily tech headlines remember have a super sparkly day